What is up, everybody? Here we are. Still in Boston. Played seven hours of golf today. Tournament moved a little slowly. A great time for a great cause. Still in Boston. I think I said that. But honestly, don't remember. And what a trip it's been. Very cool to be able to uh, do this with Beth and Jakey and my mom and dad and my brother Dan. You know? My buddies Adam Ray and Sarah Tiana as well. It was a good one. I hope I'm going to tell you something good tonight. I gotta tell you, it's been like a. I can't believe that I've only been in Boston. Feels like I've been here for like ten years. I haven't. Hold on one second. Is someone knocking on my door? Is that what that was? No way. Is someone knocking on my door? Hold on. We're going to do the old quick nudge over there. There is nobody knocking on my door. And I'm not even high. What was that? Guys. I swear to fucking God I heard somebody knocking on my door. I swear to fucking God. The door's right there, like. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. that's gonna make me nervous. Why don't we turn on just a little bit of music? That might calm the soul a little bit. Let's see what we got when we hit shuffle. Oh, that's nice. Little Marvin Gaye. Heard of the grapevine? What a weekend, everybody. First of all, you almost witnessed me freaking the fuck out, and you still kind of did. No jazz hands involved this time, though. No shrieks. I kind of kept it together because I thought you guys were with me. (laughs) Uh, Beth left today, did a golf tournament for a while. It was like seven hours, um, but fun. I played with a group of great guys, and uh, that was fun. It was for Jason Veritex charity. I think it's called Pitching Him for Kids. It was a. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, but man, so many things to talk to you about. Should we start with the roast? It was amazing. It was so good. It was, it. listen, was it like the, I don't know, Justin Bieber roast on Comedy Central? No. That's not what we, that's not what we had on, on a couple different levels. One, clearly, you know, bigger show, bigger staff, more comics, 
their jokes are more biting. You know what I mean? This was, we got, we lit into people, but this was way nicer than a Comedy Central roast. Way, way, way nicer. So what I mean, it was great. It was great. Everybody had a great time. It was, yeah. I mean, now there were some people, I shouldn't say everybody had a great time. <laughs> That's everybody who knew that it was what a roast entailed had a great time. It's so crazy. You know, um, even though we said leading up to it, and we said before the show, right before the show, we had two people say before the show, hey, some shit's going to be said here. I did an interview where I said, if you go to a roast and you get offended, that is your fault. You clearly did not (laughs) do your research. So... I don't really feel bad for anybody who was offended. I I don't. Really, I really don't. So, but the people who knew what it was going to be had a great time. And and if we run it it down from the top of the show to the bottom, Lenny Clark started. If you guys don't know who Lenny Clark is, he's basically like one of the godfathers of Boston comedy. He's so funny. Lenny Clark is so fucking funny. But he does a lot of acting now. He was on a couple of Dennis Leary shows, I think. Uh, yeah, I think he was one of the Rescue Me. I think he was on Rescue Me. And uh, done a bunch of other shit. But Lenny started, and he killed. But he even said, he goes, listen, I'm not really going to make fun of anybody besides Poppy. And it's kind of, oh, go. Oh, I don't mind a little Maroon 5, everybody. It's called How. Um, so... Uh, I wonder if my shuffle knows what time it is and knows that I'm trying to wind down and they're putting me on some easy listening music. Who knows? Uh, Okay, next. Who went next? Oh, dude, Adam Ray went next. What the fuck? He was so funny. So he dressed up as a Yankee fan, but like an older Yankee fan. So he probably looked like somebody's calling me. I don't want to talk to them. I'm talking to you guys. Um, so he looked like 70 years old, right? And he had this Yankee jersey on, and he was Tony the Yankee fan. But he was walking around backstage as Tony the Yankee fan. And, and uh, he, he walks up. No, nobody knew. Not only, not just nobody knew he was Adam because the makeup was so good. People legitimately thought he was a 70-year-old man. I was sitting on stage next to Dustin Pejoria and I was like, that that's like a thirty four year old dude, you know. He was like, What? No. I go, Yeah. That's a comedian named Adam Ray. He was like, No, I mean his makeup was so fucking good. And Adam was so good in character. Oh, it was amazing. And he was fucking great. I mean great. Uh yeah, just joke after joke after joke. <laughs> and uh, he had my favorite line of the night, which was just an off-the-cuff line. That's why <laughs> he was, this dude screamed out something about um something just non-sequitur. He might as well have said, Driftwood. Oh, I know he gave an opinion on one of Adam's jokes. And he goes, <laughs> I don't think so. And Adam goes, yeah. Well, I used to play the clarinet. Welcome back to Who Gives a Fuck. 
<laughs> and I fucking laughed. I laughed about that with him that night, <laughs> the fucking next night. That made me laugh so hard. I don't know what it was. If he was so specific with the clarinet or welcome back to who gives a fuck. But God damn, that was funny. I used to play the clarinet. Welcome back to who gives a fuck made me laugh so damn hard. Shit. But he had a bunch of great. He called Jonathan Coachman. Um, he said, uh, hey, if you guys don't know who he is, you should Google it. And he goes, uh, thanks for everybody what it would look like to be a fat Montel Williams. I mean, he, he had a lot of really good ones. That made me laugh, too, probably because I was sitting right next to that coach. But it was super funny. Super funny, man. And uh, who went after him? Oh, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie had a couple of great jokes. He had a really funny story that he started with about how when he met David Ortiz's wife, he, uh, her name is Tiffany, but they were on the golf course and he couldn't really hear. And he thought, he asked a couple times what her name was, and he thought she said Titties Ortiz, which would be a weird first name, Titties. Titty. If I was, if that was going to be my first name and I was going to spell it Titties, Titties, I would go T. I I guess because I can't do anything else, but then I would go T E E Z E T A T E A Z. Uh, I don't know. I know that sounds like something a high guy would say too. Damn it! All right, I'm high. I'm just admitting it to you now. <laughs> oh, Tupac! Fuck the world. Which brings us back to the roast. Okay, so, um, yeah, so Mackie was really good. Had a funny story about Tiffany. A bunch of good off-the-cuff stuff. Like, he's really good off-the-cuff. And it was really funny, man. (laughs) Made a couple of really great jokes about David that I won't do justice to because his delivery just might be better than mine. But uh, really funny. I got to go next. The thing that I was worried about the most was the song. And I think the song went the best. So uh, it was, it was, it went so much better than I could have hoped. I'm not saying I did anywhere near the best. What I'm saying is it went so much better than I could have hoped. Because I don't do that. I've never roasted before. That was not really my area of expertise but fuck it it was the big listen i'm not gonna lie to you i was more worried about this than anything i can remember being worried about i was just fucking petrified um after me went uh sarah tiana (laughs) holy shit she's so funny and smart and ballsy she told an Aaron Hernandez joke, and people ooed. And she goes, he was a murderer. It was amazing. Really funny. And and um, she went in. You know, she was the only woman on the dais. She went in hard. 
and crushed. Crushed, crushed. She really did. She made me laugh, laugh, laugh. Um, yeah, she crushed. The, I mean, being the only woman up there and just because any slut or whorish type joke that anybody had had to be directed towards her. So it was like, you know, she took it all and then gave it back in spades. She crushed, 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 crushed. Rob Gronkowski went next. This seems to be the big controversial roast. The thing that people are quoting is a joke he made about me. One of them. The other one was about Anthony Mackie. Before everyone else gets offended, you should probably ask us if we're offended. Absolutely not. I was offended that the joke wasn't better. <laughs> but I wasn't offended by the joke. Come on. It's a roast, everybody. Not only that, you got to know when things are said in jest. You got to go with intention. His intention was not to be anti-Semitic. His intention was to try to make a joke that got a reaction, and it did. So ease the fuck up. And I can't believe people are like, well, you know, he they didn't, you didn't like his jokes. Oh, you didn't. You don't like the way a, a guy, a professional football player, who spends ten months a year training. Probably doesn't dabble too much in stand-up. You didn't like the way he delivered his jokes? Get the fuck over yourself. Guy was asked to do something for charity. For charity. And because of him, a bunch of people turned out. They raised a bunch of money for charity. And your your bubble got ruffled? What the fuck? Come on. Get the fuck over yourselves. Jesus, Jesus! It's you know, and I said this in in an interview. Uh, oh, here we go! Rage Against the Machine, take the power back. These guys fucking just kill it repeatedly. Um, yeah, one of the reasons that celebrities and athletes put up walls is because they uh, shit like this. He was he did what we asked him to do very well. Exceeded our expectations if I'm t- if I'm being honest. Exceeded expectations. And you're giving him shit because he, and the jokes compared to the rest of ours, his jokes were tame. But you know, Josh Wolf tells a black joke doesn't get as many clicks as the Rob Gronkowski one. Right? And that's why they need to put his name on there. TMZ, I think their headline was Gronk goes in on blacks, Jews, and fat ass Big Poppy. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you fucking do. It's a roast. Nobody was offended. Nobody was laughing more than Big Poppy. Stop it. You're just stirring the pot for no fucking reason at all. No reason. It's so stupid. You're the people who made Trump. Seriously. You are the people who made Trump. Because there was just this under fucking growth of people who were just waiting for somebody to say they didn't have to watch what they said anymore. I would say everybody, you don't get to watch what you say. If you're not a hateful person, you're not a hateful person. Obviously, you can't go around 
spewing hateful shit. But I don't spew hateful shit. But I told some probably inappropriate jokes the other night. And I also tell inappropriate jokes around my friends behind closed doors. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've never told a black joke. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have. I have. Behind closed doors. I I have. I've told jokes about just about every... told gay jokes. Uh, jokes about Mexicans, Asians, uh, lesbians. Uh, everybody. Indians, Muslims, Jews all the time. Jew is like an everyday. You Republicans, Democrats. Yeah. That's what we do behind closed doors. We say shit to each other and our friends that we know will make each other laugh. That doesn't make you racist. If you're hateful, you're saying in a shit in a hateful way. I'm spewing hate on this podcast. I would never. But I also think at a roast, there's a place for some shit. That's the place. That's the contract you fucking sign when you walk in. This shit is going to get uncomfortable. And instead of, even if you don't like it, I don't understand what people's fascination is about just spewing that shit out there. Nah, didn't like it. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Give me things I don't like. I don't just tweet, man, hated it. Now, the dirty dancing thing I did to rile some people up. That was fun. Uh, anyways, Gronk was great. Um, then came Pedroia. Now, let me tell you something. I had emailed a couple times with him about what he wanted to do. And I don't think anybody besides Big Poppy got made fun of as much as Pedroia. Maybe Gronk. Probably, yeah, Gronk, Poppy, and uh, Pedroia got it. But Pedroia, yeah, man, he got up there. And when he told me what he was going to do, he was just going to tell some personal stories that were amazing, by the way. They were so good. But he he whittled them down to three, right? And uh, and he crushed. One story was about how David, 10 years in the same dugout, 10 years on the same team, 10 years right batting right behind him. 10 years later, Dustin found out that he didn't know, David didn't know what his name was. They were in, I wonder if I should, I'll just tell you the story. So David was, uh, David and Dustin were on the top step, and I think it was in between innings or something. And the catcher from the other team walked over and said, hey, what's up, Dustin? And he walked away, and uh, Poppy goes, what did he call you? And he said, uh, he, he called me uh, Dustin. And he goes, well, why do he call you that? And he goes, that's my name. And Poppy goes, it is? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I thought your name was Pee-wee. And he goes, no, it's not Pee-wee. It's, it's Dustin. Dustin Pedroia. And he goes, I've hit in front of you for 10 years. Haven't you ever heard them say, now batting, Dustin Pedroia? It was a great story. I didn't do it justice. Hello, Pink. I don't believe you. Um, so he went up there and crushed. And then he told the story about he frame by frame 
of David breaking the phone with his bat. And he also took a jab at everybody on the dais when he got up there. He was like, hey, you know, doesn't pro- you know, I've never done this before, but I wrote my I wrote all my own material, not like like the rest of these whatever I think he called us fucks or something like that or something. It was a swear word. It was pretty funny though. Oh, he threw it right back. He was funny, man. Really funny. And uh and then it was uh, Bill Burr, who was Bill Burr. And you know what he did? He he took a different angle about everybody than everybody else did. He went last, so he like thought, what angles are already going to be hit? And then he went the exact opposite of all those and made jokes about that. He was hysterical. <laughs> At one point, Poppy goes, fuck you. And Bill goes, fuck you, you. Fuck you, too. You invited me here. It was super funny. Funny, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, it was good. I'm not doing any of it justice, but it was a great roast. And the Poppy get up there, and uh, it was fantastic. He was really funny. He had some real funny ones. He said to Rob Gronkowski, he goes, hey, you were born in this country. How the fuck do I speak better English than you? That was pretty funny. No? Maybe just me. Uh, but yeah, man, what an honor it was. And we raised a lot of money for those kids, which was really cool also. Um, and it was just a great experience, man. I was, I was excited to be part of it and uh, to help put it together. It was super cool. And I hope they get to release it and you guys can all see it. I hope so. And I, I uh I brought pictures and music with me to roast them. So I hope you get to see it. It was kinda of fun. Uh and then the next day I was also really cool to um hang with my mom and dad. I couldn't believe how upset I got one night at dinner. After dinner, I mean. I was at dinner with my mom and dad and Danny, my brother, and Beth was upstairs. Jacob had already flown home and uh, and my dad asked me something you know he asked me he said something about me laughing during my act and uh, I said a lot of great comics to it I didn't call myself a great comic but I said a lot of great comics to it and he was like yeah and I go my laugh is just louder but Chappelle does it. He does the microphone down to the leg laugh. Louis C.K. has that smile on his face the whole time telling you that he's about to say something that's funny. He's laughing, kind of laughing along with you. I'm not, this is not bad me bad-mouthing them. This is what it is. So, I, I also do it. My laughs are louder. So my laughs are more noticeable. But I also... I'm I'm genuinely, guys, if you've ever seen me, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Uh, And I hope that comes across. And that's, I think, what it comes from. I don't laugh in the same places. But if I'm having a good time, I definitely will laugh. Or if something strikes me kind of funny. Or sometimes a a joke that I've told a bunch of times kind of strikes me funny in a different way. 
or I tried something in the middle of it that you guys don't know is different. You know what I mean? And it worked. And it made me happy. But for me, it's just part of who I am. So I got a little, though, testy with my salty with my dad when he said something about it. And I was upstairs in bed with Beth that night, and I was just, I could not go to sleep. I was, like, tearing up and shit, and I felt really bad. And I had spoken to my dad like that. It wasn't that anything too bad. This is Oasis, everybody, but I have to tell you, it's half the world away. I'm just not in the mood for Oasis, so we're going to fuck that. Beth Hart, let's get together. Now we're talking. So I told Beth, I'm like, I have to apologize or something. I feel terrible. I don't want him to stop like suggesting shit to me because I was in something. You know, that strikes a chord with me, and I'm not sure why. It doesn't when people I don't know say it. It does when people I do know say it because I, I would hope that they, I don't know, know me. That it's not, yeah, it's just what I, who I am. So I got a little testy. Really upset me because what the fuck, man? You don't, I didn't like call him an asshole and I didn't swear at him. I just said what I said to you just now, except a little more sharp. And a little more pointed. And I just didn't like my tone. But so we're sitting downstairs the next day. And Beth was like, you shouldn't apologize to him. You know you wanted to. It'll make you feel better. And I was like, you're right. So we were sitting there. And I I told him I'm really sorry about talking to you like that. And it really bothered me all night. And I know you were just suggesting something. You know what he said to me? He was like, oh, no, you, you don't have to apologize to me. You... I I suggested something. You didn't like it. That's fine. Which I knew he would say. My dad gives... I mean, my dad is... There... You cannot knock that dude off his mark. He was like, yeah. I got a pretty thick skin. I go, I know you do. And he was like, yeah, but... You know, thanks for apologizing, but... You know, non-issue. I gave a suggestion. You didn't like it. (laughs) And you told me. (laughs) And I was like... Yeah, now I kind of know... When he said that to me, I was like, yeah, now I know. That's the same attitude that I kind of have. I always wonder that, like, a negative response from somebody doesn't bother me. It's not, I'm not saying if a random person it, it says something negative to me, does it bother me? No. But I mean, like, a negative response, like if I audition for something and I don't get it, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I would have liked to have gotten it, but there's just, you you can't sit on that shit. Do you know what I mean? You can't sit on shit like that. And he that's what he's saying. Like, if somebody, just you giving out uh, uh, an idea and somebody doesn't like it, and they tell you, that's your problem if you don't like the way they tell you. That's his attitude. Because you're the one who entered into the conversation. You entered into it. You asked. You know what I mean? It's I agree with that 100%. Like I'm I'm going to get mad at you. I asked the question. I can't I can't like be mad because you're giving me your honest response, you know? So anyways. So that was an interesting little talk with Pops. 
I hope this battery's still going. I like this podcast so far. It is. Um, we've had a lot. We've had me scared at the door. Um, we've had some good music. Uh huh. And so, all right, Friday night, we go to David Ortiz's Jersey retirement game, and Hallie over at David's Charity hooked us up with the sweetest box up there. And, um, oh, by the way, Wednesday night at Laugh Boston for those shows was great. Bill, Bill Burr went up and just did jokes. Just when I watch guys like that, I'm like, I should either quit or try work harder because fuck, he's just an assassin. He's so fucking funny and just so honest and raw and just, I do like the new County Girls album. I think I told you guys that it's not super new, but it's their latest, I think. And this is off that album. The album is called, I hear you. It's not called I Hear You. The album's called. <laughs> this is called Earthquake Driver. It's the demo. And the album is called <laughs> Somewhere Under Wonderland. Um, But the retirement jersey party was amazing. And uh, touching. David said goodbye to the Boston crowd. You know, all the people. Um. His friends and family were up there and some old Red Sox. And uh, it was really cool to watch. And the Sox won, which was very cool. I got to bring my dad up in the box. For me, the best part of this weekend was just having my family here and getting for them to experience all that shit with me. It was super cool. It was super cool to have... All of my, well, not all my family, but, um, but to have my family here and have them here and just be able to be part of it was super cool. And it was super cool, like, to be able to bring them to the box and the game. And one of the owners of the the Red Sox was nice enough to give us his box. It was just, it was like, you know, five star across the board for the weekend. And I was super happy to be able to have my family along with that. And like I said, Adam Ray and Saratiana, who I really, really like and was very, very grateful for them for coming out and was cool for them. And, and uh, Sarah brought her boyfriend who was a big, uh, big Sox fan, so that was cool. Yeah, man, it was just a great weekend. Great, great. And then today I played golf for 47 hours. But um, for another good cause, and that's it. And tomorrow, I'm flying out to go see Sarah Colonna and John Ryan up in Canada for John's charity. We're doing a comedy night, me, Sarah, and Chris Rangiola. And, guys, that means it's time for me to go to bed. You know what I mean? I had some other stuff to talk to you about, but but I don't think so. I think I should just go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? He knows what I'm saying. I realized I had no idea what was going on there. Um, 
end it up. You ain't alone by the Alabama Shanks. Oh, I would have loved to have been a disc jockey. Fuck yeah. You know, back when, like, you were allowed to talk along with the music if you wanted to. Now nah, you can't do that now. But, come on. How about that? I, I would have loved to have been a DJ. Oh, where you could just get on your little rolly chair, office chair, and roll around the, the D, DJ office and pick out the albums. I'm picking albums. I'm going back. I'm a DJ. I've got Bill Battle pants on. I've got some fishbowl shoes. I've got some big butterfly-ass collars. Feathered hair. Some rosé colored glasses. And just crushing it. Uh. Maybe I change my name a little bit. Change my voice a little bit. Maybe go a little bit like this. Hey there, boys and girls. Well, maybe not. I'll have to listen back and tell you if I think I would have. You know what I mean? I didn't realize how close I had the music to the microphone until I just pulled it away. So sorry about that. I don't know if that was too loud for you guys. Who knows? Um, I've had a great time talking with you tonight. Uh, I will be in Dallas. Uh, this weekend. Nope. July 28th. <laughs> uh, that's a false not this week July 28th I'll be in uh, Dallas Texas actually I think it's Addison technically uh, at the Improv that weekend July 28th I would love to see you guys out there whoever is out there I'd like to sell that motherfucker out and just in town in LA until then I, I'm in town um, at the comedy store I think Maybe Thursday and Saturday. Or Friday and Sunday. Or Thursday and Sunday. I'm there this weekend, though. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what the dates are. But if you're listening to this and it's past the first weekend in July, don't worry about it. All right. Anything else? Any more questions? I want you to know that I waited till I was done eating to start the podcast. You're welcome. I mean, I can't, I can't turn this song off. I can't deprive you of the end of this just beautiful song. Right? And if you're not listening to Alabama Shakes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get on that shit. Listen to her voice. Let me be your home. You, you ain't alone. Just let me be your home. Thank <laughs> you.
Come on. You have to be listening to her. It's like criminal if you're not. She sucks you into every song. Every song. There's nothing where you're like, nah. She didn't really nail that one. That's not a thing. Be good to each other. You know what I'm saying? Open a door, say thank you, say please, buy someone a coffee. I can't believe we went from that to NWA. Uh, all right, everybody. Be good to each other. Later.